the guy squeezed his nuts and then he say, normal lah, mine also like that. <laughs> <laughs> then I say, anyway, I'm against circumcise, can I make an appointment? <laughs> Do you also have no boobs? This is your daily catch-up. Jump for half though. <laughs> Boom. So today's episode is proudly sponsored by FWD Singapore. FWD wants you to know that critical illness insurance can be affordable and simple and it starts with ensuring that you're truly covered for what you need and what best fits you. So today we have Filane here with us. So very interestingly, I mean, she's now a cancer survivor, but she was actually diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer at the age of 27. She has gone through a double vasectomy. Mm. We're also getting to talk a bit about that and like dating life and marriage. (laughs) Now I want to turn but it feels really inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It happens. Maybe like Filane can start with sharing a bit about how you found out that you even had breast cancer to begin with. So I was 27. Um, and then I had a dimple in my boob. So a lot of people, they look out for, you know, like lumps because, you know, this is what we know, right? Like, oh, if you have yeah. lumps, you get it checked. So I didn't feel lumps, but then I had a dimple. So like, you know, like it was like literally... Yeah, 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 yeah. It was really a dimple. So I went to get it checked, you know, like very slowly. I went to a polyclinic, get a referral. Then I went to, you know, some hospitals. Then I did some check. Then the ultrasound, the, the radiologist, right? So she was still scanning. Then... You know when you are very kanchong, then you are a bit chatty. So I was still trying to chat with her. But then her face, uh, she was like, ah, then her face was like, ah. Oh, yeah, her yeah. expression. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, she, wow. she, she, yeah, you could see that, you know, her, her eyes were not smiling anymore. The radiologist got um, a more senior person to come in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, then when the, the, when, the se- yeah. when the senior person came in, then she's like, huh, breast cancer. Ah. And I was like, oh, oh that's so unhappy. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so healthcare people, yeah, learn, learn. <laughs> she can say this because she works in healthcare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, 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 okay. So now I'm in, I'm in healthcare, but um, yeah, yeah, like it, it scared the shits out of me. So eventually, it took a junior doctor to come in here and say like, Miss To, um, we had some abnormal findings in your ultrasound. Uh, at this moment, we think it's cancer. Yeah, so so really like a slap on your face. Right. So how did you take that news? Shock. Were you alone? You yeah, alone? yeah, I was alone. And I planned to go out after that. Like I was just going for a very regular scan, you know, to, to look at that dimple in my boob, which I didn't think was anything because it's not a lump. Ma. It yeah. didn't hurt or anything. Like. There's no, no feeling. Like. No, so no. When, when they have those internet things, they teach you how to self-check. You press, press, press. is nothing. Yeah, nothing. Actually, I never really press also. Like. You got pressed now. No, I never tried before actually. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but, yeah, but you're, you're got press for people. No? Got never. Uh, so I think must try one. Must try one. What made you go and check a dimple on your boob? Because it's weird, oh. Your chest got a depression. You won't go and. See. Hey, I, wanna I, I think it might take me a while before I go and see a doctor. Do you just ask whether we want to see your boob? No, no. <laughs> I, I, I usually ask if they want to touch it, but but later Whoa! later. <laughs> Implant, implant. Okay, Remember, okay. later, later. Not that kind of show, no. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not that kind of show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, not, so not, not, not very right? relevant yeah. in my stage of life now. My husband watching. Hello. So, this whole cancer thing, yes, it's very medical, but, but it was a very lived experience for me. So, in the sense of like, how did I know something was not right with my body? Right. Actually, I think that, okay. I'm not speaking from the the, 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 the professional mm. healthcare point of view, okay? This is a personal experience. Mm. Um, I think my body knew something was not right because... So I had a lot of tumours here. And then I... For, As in you always knew? No, no, no. Had? So I didn't know I've got tumours here, right. but I think for two, two, 
two or three months before I had my diagnosis, uh-huh. I kept feeling that I got BO here. So then I kept asking. <sighs> sorry, One side I, only. Yeah, 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 here. Literally right. here. And then, sorry, I made my ex-colleagues smell me. I'm like, smell me! And yeah. then they're like, no, you re- like, really don't have. But the thing is, I could smell it. Yeah, and then when the scan came out and, you know, it showed like I had a cluster of tumours here, I was like, oh, yeah, the smelly thing. So... I think I think my body knew. Can you kind of smell me so <laughs> Maybe it's you have this oh talent. Oh my god, Diana keeps you know asking me this question dogs. recently. Yeah. Oh my god. No, 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 don't think too much. Don't think too much. <laughs> no, no, but, but, <laughs> but go get what it. What, what did it smell like? B.O. Lot. No, but it wasn't like B.O. B.O. It was just like weird smell. Like yeah, something foreign. Yeah, not right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like it doesn't smell like yourself lah. Something is just Do you know they, they train la. dogs to smell Yes, cancer, yes, so. yes. So there's actually articles like that where like people um the dogs like s- kept sniffing like certain parts of, you know, their 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 um owners oh, yeah. la. Yeah. Yeah, and then turns out they had cancer there. Ah. Love dogs. Anyway. This is on a small scale, but I know when I'm about to get fever, like my fart right the day before right, is a different smell. <laughs> it's hundred percent correct. Like when that comes out and I go, oh shit, I'm gonna get fever. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's so fortunate that like it didn't have all those usual markers and yet you still got checked. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was doing Muay Thai weekly. I was I was not losing a lot of weight. I was eating. I like food. I was yeah, yeah, I was just a regular person. I had a full-time job. So so yeah, there were really no signs. Mm. I did not see that coming. Sorry, do you immediately know it was stage four? No, no. Okay. So so how so so timeline, right? So I had my ultrasound, it came out weird. And then, yes, after you get out of the hospital, somebody big will call you and be like, you know, oh, we need to call you back in for like this thing called the core needle biopsy. Mm. Yeah, so this is the one where they actually like get out a tumour, a part of your tumour and then they get it checked and then they confirm like what kind of cancer is it, whether it's cancerous or or not, you know. After that, that I told my parents, because I don't know how to tell them. uh. So like on that day itself when you found out, did you tell anyone after that? I told my friend because I was supposed to meet him for dinner or lunch after that. I I just said like, hey, I think I have cancer. eh." Yeah, yeah. So that was the first oh, time I, I actually. Yeah, yeah. And and it's not. I mean, we were quite close friends, lah. But you know, like at twenty seven, I don't think anybody knows how to support their friends yeah. through all this. Like, it's not something expected, ma. Were you dating at that point of time? At that time, I was in between relationships. Right. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Terrible time then. But what was like your biggest concern? I mean, apart, like, were you mm. afraid of dying at that point? Actually, not really, eh, because it hasn't hit you yet, ma. I think the first real thought, you know, that I had was I don't have a substantial amount of savings, and you know, this is gonna cost a lot of money. I don't have money. My family is not well off. We are not gonna have money to, you know, get this mm. because we don't know what the treatments are. It's probably gonna cost a lot. So then, how what what was life like after that? Because after you find out already, right? Then now it's do you immediately? Are you constantly going to the doctor every week? Is that you mm. immediately start treatment? What happens? So once you get diagnosed with cancer, right, your whole life turns around because your treatment has to start very quickly, like almost immediately. Ma. You need to learn law, like what are the medical conditions, what condition you have, then what are your chances, then they will ask you what kind of treatment you want and then give you a lot of information, which is good. Lah. Mm. Yeah, but there's a lot of decision making. And out of all of this, there is also the part where you really need to call your insurance agent or hey I got cancer eh. you know Mm. like hopefully that guy's still on a job yeah so 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 yeah (laughs) can you become ID or what so so I I I think actually I didn't have a very good experience with my own um, insurance agent won't won't name drop but eventually I did my own claims myself yeah well you know sick and bald and I was still doing my claims right soft plug 
Yeah. Or FWD, which doesn't use agents, but uh-huh. have a very simple claim process that you can do yourself online. That's Dude. not software. Okay, tell me more, tell me more, actually. I genuinely want to know. So I was 27. My my type of cancer was, they call it the triple negative breast cancer. Oh, this sounds bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's already negative, right? It's like triple negative. So apparently it's, it's just... It's negative. Yeah, it just means... <laughs> it just means that it's not responsive to any other treatments um, except for chemo. Oh. Yeah, so if it didn't work for me, I think... Oh, you mean there are treatments outside of chemo? Uh? Yeah, so there's people with different types of breast cancers um, right. and some of them, they can go through like you know, different hormonal therapy mm. and all that, like, which is lifelong. La. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they, they will tell you. La. So, you know, sometimes when I tell people, oh, I, I had cancer before or when I was having cancer, people see me, you know, very cancery. Then they're like, oh, my <laughs> uncle also got cancer. Then I'm like, not yeah. the same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like I'm wearing shoes. Hey, my mother also wears shoes. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they usually complete with, oh, but he died already. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> hey, really, really, really. People still say that nowadays, you know. Like until now, if I tell people, "Oh, I'm a cancer survivor," they will be like, "Oh, I have a, a relative or like somebody I knew who like had this." Oh, they die already. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, I actually, unfortunately, well, I'm still sorry to hear that. that. My grandma. <laughs> they know you feel bad to like talk about surviving, cause like you know you cannot move your story. Really. Oh, Wait, so no. in the how do you pay for the what? The, yeah, all the yeah. Treatments? Okay, so in the end, you know, I I called up the insurance people. I found out, you know, I figured out like yeah, what I had. Mm. Yeah. So then mid claims law. Was there any doubt? Was there any doubt that? Yes, you yes, yes. Okay. So so the 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 interesting thing is, so in my first job, I was um doing stuff quite similar to this lah. Yeah, but I was a very fresh grad, so I wasn't paid well. So I didn't buy my own private insurance at all. And then I switched jobs and that job um paid a lot better. So then I bought my insurance. So when you buy insurance, there is like this 60 or 90 days, you know, window period where you cannot make claims. Mm. So I actually made claims on the 90 plus day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 you know, I think, I think that was what really saved me also. But apart from that, um, because it was so close, lah, so they, they had to investigate a bit to make oh. sure that it's not a fraud, right, like, you right. know. Yeah, but mine was a genuine case, lah. So, mm. so eventually. How the fraud, this kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> but I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. But what was interesting to me also was that you had the thought about buying insurance and all this because for me, right, it's just my mother say, okay, now you pay for this. Now that you're working, you pay for this. So mm. I never really knew about what plans yeah. I was buying until it was later on that my mother wanted to sign me up for a new plan. Then I had to go and speak to the agent about it and then that's when I started thinking, oh my God, am I buying like overlapping insurance and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. That's when I started getting which, which is Which is what insurers these days are doing. The new thing is trying to help you detect your overlapping no, yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I remember last time when I was younger, I, I read a Reader's Digest thing. Uh. And then it says that if your if your testicle is one bigger than the other, you might have risk of testicular cancer. So I panicked. I went to polyclinic like you. <laughs> then I waited very long. I remember it was like two, three hour away from my turn, right? Back then. Uh. And then the doctor went in. I just put on my pants, which was a very big thing for me because... He didn't in, ask you yet. In NS, <laughs> I shower with, with my speedos, right? <laughs> and the guy... Okay, everybody. Now is your chance. Please like, share, and subscribe to support us and turn on your notification bell so you know when all this good news is coming out. Back to the episode. The guy squeezes his nuts and then he say, normal lah, mine so like that. <laughs> <laughs> I go. Then I straight away say, anyway, I'm a guest circumcised, can I make an appointment? <laughs> That's how it all went down. So I knew exactly how old was I was, I was 18. <laughs> so I, 
I I think I think that young people do have a certain sense of like you know like okay you know this is my health I need mm. to take care of it I roughly know I need to get certain things I don't know what they are for if you don't have insurance yet you know this is a personal opinion lah really get covered you know because you don't know when it's gonna hit and remember that sixty or ninety days window. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if this so was the sooner the, you do it, the better, lah. So yes, yes, never too late. Especially when you got no medical records, that's the best time to buy. How long did you have to undergo chemo for? Yeah, I did chemo for about seven to eight months. How's yeah. it like? Uh? Can you describe the can, process? Can can can. So once again, different cancer, different chemo. So mine apparently um was quite aggressive chemo. So I did four jabs. So it's actually just infusion. So they will like do the plug for you, right? The IV drip thingy. Yeah la yeah la. So it's just multiple plugs and then it's hooked up to different bags of stuff. And then the chemo drugs are quite cool because they are all like radioactive or <gasps> or something. Cool. I don't know la. Yeah, oh. but um it needs to be covered with like the purple bags. Oh uh, then they need to then when the nurses take it out, you know that this is okay, this is the chemo drug. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then when it comes in, um actually you can sense it one because your taste but will change, like it will taste a bit metallic. So they call it the Red Devil, one of the medications. Uh, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the chemo. Bloody branding the guy. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's literally called. Uh, it's literally red, and this is the one that actually causes most people to lose their hair. Right. Yeah, yeah. So in layman term, what I think it does is that it 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 fights like the bigger tumor masses. Right. That's why it's so aggressive. Yeah. So my fingernails fell off also. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, some did. <gasps> As in what? You were just scratching okay, so, it and then it fell so, off? So you see what chemo drugs do, right? What I think it does is that it attacks fast multiplying cells, right? So it cannot detect your hair. Okay, so fast, oh. fast multiplying cells, your hair, la, your nails. La. Right. Yeah, so, so you know, things that are literally growing a lot, you know. so the Keratin stuff. Yeah, yeah, so it cannot detect this is friendly or not. Right? So yep. a lot of friendly fire. Lo. Were you insecure about losing your hair? Actually no eh. I rocked the skinhead for quite a while eh. Like oh, I really yeah yeah yeah. yeah. For Photos. <laughs> yeah yeah no. I have I have I okay. have. Would eyebrows be the harder one. No. Because oh, they draw right. No, it becomes okay. So you see ah, uh, like you know, cameras they have like face detection. At that time, technology <laughs> it cannot detect you if you got no eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at the point where I started losing my eyebrows, like the face detection just cannot detect my face anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. But it becomes a bad habit, lot. Like if I were doing this interview now at that time, right, I'll be like flucking. I'll be like, hey, see, see, come out. <laughs> oh, eyebrow would just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. eh, one chunk come out, sia. <laughs> oh, but you're so positive even back then? I think I got to know a deeper part of myself. Yeah, yeah. Like right. there, there was this part of myself that was actually really still having fun. It's very strange to say that, like, yeah, but I, I did have a bit of fun when I could. Yeah, so I experimented <laughs> with different hairstyles. Like I know my hair was going to drop, right? So then I went from longer hair to like shorter hair. Mm. Show pictures, quite mohawk. quite nice one. Um, no, I didn't try mohawk, and then I wanted really? to color, but then my stylist didn't didn't want to do it for me. Yeah, so anyway, I went shorter and shorter and shorter until one day I was washing my hair, right, shampoo, shampoo, and then like chunk, one chunk came out, and I was like, oh my god. Then I look at the mirror, I was like, I look like those you know balding old yeah. men. Yeah. Oh. That, yeah. So anyway, then that was when no, I anyway. yeah sorry sorry. <laughs> it was just then, uh, then very sensitive yeah, about balding. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh sorry sorry. It's okay. It's okay lah. There was no time where you sat there and cry for losing hair or nails fall out and you feel like no, eh. why is life like you this? Feel why ugly me? and no one loves me, no one's I... gonna love me. Oh, mm. 
Now study, she has Oh no, they are bringing you to a dark place. <laughs> out of that, I actually found a lot more confidence and love for myself. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds a bit cliche, la, you know, like when your life is changing, then you realize what you are missing, kind of thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I really realized that, okay, so like, you know, especially young ladies, you know, listen to me. Your confidence is your sexiness, right? So mm. with or without breast, you can still be sexy, man. Mm. Yeah. So with or without your hair, with or without, you know, like you fat lah, you skinny. No, no, not important one. Because what's really important is that confidence that you have. That is what makes you sexy. Mm. Yeah. So so once you understand this, you know, it really frees you from a lot of like you know fears of what people think about you do yep. they like you like did you say something wrong do you offend somebody of course don't be rude lah but you know if you are being authentic people appreciate that and they can see it mm. yeah and that's what attract people I think guys leh so guys your hair is very important it's our makeup <laughs> like girls put on makeup we have to do our hair actually I asked your back la, like y'all got partners and wife right mm. if, if physically they go through some changes would you still love them it's the, it's the confidence la. it's the <laughs> <laughs> no if say that actually I like I think that will look good botak. <laughs> yeah I mean it's hard to say that because like we've known our partners for like for me That's it's true. like more than a decade eh. so now if she turned of course I'll love her right so but we asked ourselves when we, when I was 15 18 that time when I first met her at 15 if she was bald then would I have courted her and I don't know mm. yeah okay it's unlikely I don't want to say I don't know la. <laughs> it's unlikely at what point did you have to go through the double vasectomy okay so um, different kinds of cancers have different kinds of treatments so mine kind of cancer because I had too many tumours so they couldn't um, do the surgery before chemo la. yeah so then mine was I had chemo first and then I had my surgery and then I had radiotherapy but you knew you were going to have to remove your breast at some yeah, point yeah 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 so that, that would definitely come up like on the first conversation that you have with your oncologist la, or your breast right. surgeon or as, as, a, as a young woman how important were your breasts to you at that point in time always like you immediately went to whatever it takes to survive yeah yeah it became survival mode law. I think the, the, the thing that I'm really very thankful about is that I realised I was really not attached to my hair I was not attached to my breasts so before I did my mastectomy, actually my boobs were quite big lah. So I always had like a different kind of attention for for them. So like I would play netball and then people would come and watch. Right. Not cause they want to see you play ball. Hey. So what is the difference between mastectomy and breast implants? Or, or like breast augmentation, right? Uh -huh. So there are women who do it for, for, for aesthetic Cosmetic, yeah. Yeah, 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 purposes. And then what makes it like medical and what is a mastectomy and what's the difference? So I've had friends who had um, breast augmentation. So they put in breast implants so they, 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 they look fuller. Mm. Yeah, so they don't remove much of your tissue. They put in the implant. Mm. So, you know, your boobs are like more like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when you mm. do <laughs> mastectomy, so there's skin sparing and non-skin sparing, nipple sparing and non-nipple sparing. So it's very... <laughs> have you seen pictures online with like people who have like this scar on their boobs, on their chests with yeah. no nipples? Oh, I, yeah, I want to say yes, I've seen it. I don't know why I'm searching yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, so, yeah, so okay. okay. So essentially what the mastectomy does is that... so. If you imagine skin sparing, that means they spare your skin. They don't actually cut out your skin and replace the skin from, you know, another part of your body. Right. Okay. So imagine you have a bow 
you remove the the inner the feeling, the the, the feeling and you know as thin as they can uh, they will carve out the bowl so okay so the paper which mm. is your bone ah, okay okay then got the skin right so now no more feeling inside so yeah. it's like already yeah. so then they put in the implant to, to so it's so silicone, if you do is it? if you do a reconstruction which i did that means then they will put the implant in there then your bowel will look regular right so they regular left, on the outside they left your nipple there yes, yes. no need to take away your nipple yeah so for my I case see. i woke up not knowing if i was gonna get to keep my nipple so actually <laughs> that was the first question i asked my mother like my nipple stood there not? yeah but no because <laughs> <laughs> so what determines like whether my surgeon would remove my nipple or not was whether he finds cancer there how drastic it is would depend on how much cancer is on you know right. whichever part of your body law so presumably you didn't do your breast augmentation on the day of the removal surgery right i did mine together so there are people who do separately wow. and and there's people who do together. Wait, you yeah, didn't so, have to do the other side, la, actually. So, okay, so my cancer was mostly on my left boob. So what made it stage four for me, or like they call it like stage 3C or something, la, you know, <laughs> okay. is is that um the cancer spread to one part of my internal memory lymph nodes. Don't know what okay. that is, la, but Sounds something is like your body. Memory gain the is what yeah. gives you milk. Yeah, yeah. so it's like a highway in your body. La. So yeah. that means if mm. I didn't, you know, get it checked at that time, maybe it would have... Spread, spread further oh, okay. right. yeah yeah so the right side was kind of optional for me but to me you know at that time i was thinking like you don't know you're gonna die or not you yeah. don't know how long you're gonna live with this implant so to me it's like i just wanted it to be balanced lah so if <laughs> <I> got, <laughs> that was what you were thinking about yeah, balance. yeah of course aesthetics when you mm, go to your I plastic see, surgeon's office it's like shopping ma you right. enjoy the mm. process lah you ask <laughs> what kind of implant so you can come out with bigger breasts if you so yes, wish yes, yes yes you can I, I actually downsized okay. by half. So my boobs are okay, really... Okay, you what the heck is yeah. so... <laughs> confidence. <laughs> yeah, but then so, you could have also asked them to just match. Yes, yes, I could yeah. have. So then mine are silicone implants. Um, It's called gummy bear. Why is it called gummy bear? It's because... <laughs> you see... Branding and all of this. So no, cool, it's right? The, the chemo guys should yeah. take a leave yeah. <laughs> from the boob guys. <laughs> yeah, so if you cut the implant in half and you squish it, it's like gummy bear lah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, sure, yeah I, guess. I mean, it does. Don't they all squish the same? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some are firmer than others, yes. right? I, I, I have my nipples intact. Um, I've got big scars on my on my breasts. Yeah, and then um, in replacement of the liao inside the bow, uh. um, I have gummy bear implants. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, and they are very interesting because when you go swimming, they float. Oh so, my god! Life hack. <laughs> if you try to swim down, it actually pushes up. Okay, yeah. life oh, device. So you have a life vest in, installed in you. But you cannot go like snorkeling or a bit difficult. La. I I haven't tried la, after my the cancer one treatment. La, oh, and... Put a pressure. But because out. something that was killing her now become a life-saving device. Whoa! Yeah. She, she net net came out a better person. <laughs> and she optimized the, the size that she wants. <laughs> Superpowers. It's very interesting one. If you all Google Hodge light breast mastectomy. Say no more. You will see that Why actually. Need to go in, it to? No need, no need. If you, if you, <laughs> no need because, because, no medical for science. because most of them have no nipple, so it's not censored. Oh my god! So it's just smooth. No, no, no. Oh, no if no. you shine the light like that, right? Like the whole thing glows. <gasps> if, Google it to Why believe it. Your mind. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me pull mine out. Let me wait, wait, wait. Ah, ne? Oh! It glows. It literally glows. Ne? I think I went to one party then. <laughs> <laughs> So then now Does the book feel the same? 
um, no. What they also remove are your nerves, so you don't have sensation oh. anymore. Yeah, so they are really to me la purely aesthetic. Oh. Right, right. It just feels like you're wearing a vest over it. Yeah, yeah, so the so weird question here is so your nipples are not sensitive. No, 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 no feeling at Wait, all. So if you close your eyes and someone touch you, you cannot feel. I I don't know. No, but even on the surface of your skin is still skin, what? Like, yeah, yeah, no, like no, no feeling. Interesting. How long have you been in remission for? I was in remission since 28. I'm 35 now. Wow. Seven, Seven years. years. Wow. It, it's traumatic, you know, physically. It's traumatic, you know, mentally also. So until now, I'm still, you know, making sense of all of this. Are you afraid of like a relapse or at this point, is it like quite confident that like I am? I, I'm no longer in in a lot of distress la. but the further I move away from, you know, like the treatment and all that and the more life I built after my cancer, you know, like the more reasons I have again to continue living. So, mm. so then the more you fear dying. Yeah, you have more to lose. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where I am like at this point. About the money side of things mm. though. So, thankfully you're insured. So, mm. pretty much it was fully covered. Um, yes. So, my hospitalization plan covered for... Um, all of the most la, of the hospital treatment for right. my um, mastectomy, for my chemo, for my radiation. Um, how, and how much would all that have cost? Wow, 400 plus thousand. <sighs> Which 27 year old regular person would have so much money? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly and, her age yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so presumably many of these policies have lapsed because you do you did full claim already, right? Um, okay, so the hospitalization plan is still going on. Um, so I've been reminded to never ever let it lapse because once it lapses, I don't think I can be covered anymore. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah right. and I really need that, you know, in case something bad happens again. But for the critical illness plan, yeah, it's kind of like an ang pao la. If you die, then your family gets the ang pao la. If you don't mm. die, then... It's you get a, to keep it. You keep it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you got surplus for yourself? Or not? I, I had, I had. Okay, yeah. Lottery, new breast, what la? <laughs> Never sex. In fact, it floats. I used, I used some of my cancer money to go backpacking. So I went solo oh. backpacking for about seven months. So that was really, really fun. Um, yeah, that was something I did for oh, myself. Oh, so you quit your job when you realized you had to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was on MC for a very long time, you know. Um, And then eventually I realized that, you know, that's just not a job that I see myself doing. Didn't really have a purpose for me at, anymore. So then, you know, I went to do things that I wanted to do. And then I went solo backpacking oh. That was fun. Is there anything that you cannot do while you are getting treatment? When you are getting chemo treatment, right? So um, it affects your 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 immunity. So you gotta be a bit careful with eating like raw food, la. Right. A bit like pregnant people, lah. Yeah. yeah. So you know you just have to be careful. Don't get food poisoning. That kind of thing, lah. Right. Yeah. And then online people will tell you like cannot eat this, cannot eat that, cannot eat sugar. Mm. Or like my mother read somewhere, oh, I made some green vegetable juice for me, <laughs> cures cancer immediately. Some immediately. of the this is when all the myths all start coming yeah, out. Yeah, you start yeah. trying many things. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah. That. that that's prevalent in Singapore. Huh? They, they start giving you some weird MLM medication, some placenta from animals and whatnot. It's true. Do you know that, you know, when I was waiting at the cancer center, right, that actually literally got people coming up to say, hey, you got cancer, is it? Do you want to try, you know, these pills? I'm selling it now. Wow, they're taking yeah. yeah, and then they will tell you like, it will cure you. Okay, I think this is a good time to bring up this because FWD has this insurance, right, that they call cancer 2.0 insurance. So it's interesting because they actually cover like recurring cancer oh. so it provides multiple payouts for like either new cancer or recurring late stage cancer mm. that means that your coverage will continue even 
after the first claim. Right. Yeah. So but 100% of the sum is Yeah, that was what I was listening out for. But yeah, yeah too late for me. Yeah. But in general, FWD's critical illness plans right, are also very comprehensive and quite affordable. So the example that they've given me is that their Cancer 2.0 plan, for $41.57 per month, you will get 200k sum insured, assuming you are 27 years old, male, non-smoker, and on a yearly renewable term. Okay, so if you haven't yet... Do think about it. Mm. So something that I'm curious about was, after you recovered, right? Did like your mastectomy or your, did your experience affect your dating life? Cannot say don't have lah. So I mean, of course, you know, just now I was talking about like how, you know, your sexiness is your confidence, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that, that's you lah. Other people, they see you, they're like, hey, this one cannot cancel before one, you right. know. So, but they don't so, know, I never say they never know. Right? They will look and you will know one, like people will stare. So like when I was bald, you know, I went oh. outside and then like... Oh, you so fast go and try dating ah. No, no, so no, 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 yeah. A dating pool inside the cancer community. I see, you know? I see, I see. So after I recovered, I think I personally was not ready for dating, to be honest, because I went through this whole, you know, I'm gonna die. Then why I want to spend time dating? I think I went through this phase, like, yeah, where I really pushed people away. You know, I didn't care if people like me. I didn't care if people like what they think about me. It's not so mm. important. I think this was the period where I was really trying to find back, you know, myself, like, like who am I living in this body? How mm. do you make sense of what has happened to you? So how and when did you meet your, mm. your husband? Yeah, so I was single for actually quite a few years. And then I think I met my husband about four years back. So three years after my cancer mm. treatment. Oh. Yeah, I met him in church. So because you managed to keep your nipples, right? But I wonder if you didn't. Like because yeah. you can you can just not mention anything. And he probably will not know anything is wrong until he say, for example, you're until a physical. Yeah. yeah, but mm. then for someone who has had to have them, have them removed, right? Like at what point do I tell pe- like tell my partner that disclaimers, right? Yeah. Like put all your cards on your yeah. table, yeah. right? Did you do yeah, that with your- I did, I did, but I didn't talk about my breasts because actually my husband is a very serious man. So I don't know what he thinks about me talking about breasts and nipples right. now. He's not gonna like this show then. <laughs> he better not watch. Um but you will know what kind of man he is by what I told him. Because the first card that I laid on the table is I cannot give birth. Mm. Well, you ah. cannot give birth because that's what people tell you that you know after you go through chemo if you didn't freeze your eggs then you know chances mm. are it's going to oh. wreck your ovaries which it does mm. yeah and then you cannot give birth oh. yeah so Shoot. this man is a very good stable man who wants to you know start a family like yeah so of course this conversation c- came up you know like I'm like I like you I think you know we can go further but I need to talk to you about all of this first mm. number one I may die early most likely cannot give birth and I don't want children. And then, you know, I may get very sick and then end up you have to drag along a burden. Mm. La. Wait, that's like first date conversation? Ah? No, la, not first date, but like, you know that then? first conversation that you have when you're... Uh, you so know, for you, it was how long already? Quite long. Eh? He was a bit passive. He's slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand, I understand. Yeah, yeah. understand. Yeah. Like, like you made your mother's help that kind. Like, when you going to propose to my daughter that kind? <laughs> If I didn't start that conversation, I don't know whether we will actually be together now or not. You know that kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like it was okay. when y'all were going to be getting into a Yeah, it was getting there, like It was mm. getting there. Yeah, yeah. So, so what then was his reaction? He said that he didn't mind. Yeah, and then he actually his answer was very cute because I told him, "What are you gonna do if I die suddenly?" Mm. And then he said, "Continue living, oh." Nice. I was like, okay, yeah, this man can. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, genuinely, that's what 
he said, but then about the baby part, you know, he said it's okay. Something that connects us very deeply is also our faith. Lah. So to him, you know, he said that, you know, leave it to God. If, if, if you know, we have it, then that's good. If we don't, that's mm. okay also because then maybe that's not the plans that, you know, God has for us. Right. Yeah. Th- but then I pushed it further, right? And I was like, ask your mother first. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. correct, correct. It's true, right. it's true. That's because just because you are okay doesn't mean your mother not okay, ma. Mm. I mean, your mother will be okay also because he's the eldest son and... Oh, right. Yeah. But he came back again and I was like, you go ask your mother or not? Then he said, God. Then his... So his mother also is a believer lah. So then his mother said, oh. his mother said, it's okay. If God gives, then, you know, we will keep. If, you know, really cannot, as long as you are happy, go for it. Mm. Yeah. So that, that, that really, story. really, yeah, touched my heart a lot. But I would like you all to know that she has kids now. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my God! What the- <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Yeah, so the oh, you little dummy! Sick. <laughs> Sick! I was almost going to pour to you my story about my wife and I. Eh. <laughs> Sorry. So the spoiler is, yeah, I ended up having children. I mean, I have ended up having one baby. Yeah, and and she's so cute. And I had a normal pregnancy. I didn't I didn't <laughs> save my eggs because you know like me being 27 at that time I was like who wants my cancer eggs yeah. right yeah well <laughs> you're very optimistic and not optimistic yeah. at the same time very realistic yeah. like hey, if I'm gonna have like let's say 6 months left who thinks about babies like yeah. you know yeah. I'm gonna go travelling right so anyway um, yeah I, I got pregnant Congrats. normally oh wow I went on such a ride with you eh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like waiting to no, drop this is crazy oh my god because you are not able to breastfeed right and previously you mentioned that a lot of women do tie that to their identity. Did that make you feel like less of a mother or that you were not that great of a mother to your child in some sense? Have, have, have. I think this whole identity of being a mother, right? So it's, it's very profound. And only when you go through it, you really, you know, start to understand what it's really like. And for me to not be able to breastfeed and provide for my child... Of course, you know, I, I, I felt inadequate and I felt guilty. So my child has never latched before. So latching, if you don't know, latching means that, you know, like directly have um, the breast milk from the breast. Lah. In Singapore, there is a hospital that has a um, human breast milk bank. So it's donated oh, breast milk. Yeah, wow. and, and I'm just so thankful that there's people out there doing this kind of things. Yeah, and, and, and people like myself, lah, also, you know, my child benefits from it. Many mothers, different kinds of mothers, not only people who had cancers like myself, mm. you know, but many different reasons why they cannot mm. produce breast milk. And and that little bit of help, you know, it means a lot to mothers like myself. That's chemo in itself, right? I mean, mm. besides the very obvious like psychological hardship of, of stuff like falling and all that stuff, right? But does it hurt? Yes. When it goes into your... Oh. And, and because you're sitting there for hours, right? For me, it was mostly like the metallic taste change and all that. Mm. But it was after the, the, the transfusion that, you know, it starts to take effect, like the side effects. So I remember bone pain. So I would describe it as um, having a really, really bad hangover that doesn't go away. Yeah, so that actually wrecks your nerves. So my fingertips have no sensation. Right? No. Mm. So, you know, when you are pregnant, right? So you have to do like the blood glucose test. So I had like the gestational diabetes. Mm. Yeah, so oh. that, that was a perk because I can prick my fingers, no feeling. <laughs> you really come out of this. Yeah. So many positives. There's a lot of wins, man, in all of this. <laughs> <laughs> have fun all the way until, you know, you... You, as, you, you know, out. as long as you are insured, 
right? Yes, yes, yes. That that was the one thing you did right. Yes. That made this experience doable for you. Yes. I did not have to worry about the finances when all of this happened. Mm. Yeah. In fact, my insurance made my life better. <laughs> like in, in that sense, like you know, yeah. like in the financial part of things. So socially also, like when you meet new people or like when you go apply for a new job or whatever, right? Is this something that you just bring up and share with people? Or well, how does it well, usually people are like, hey, you know, um, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. You know, tell me about yourself. And I'm like, well, I'm a cancer survivor. Then they're like, mm-hmm. so mm. I, I've learned not to say that. Right. Um, usually <laughs> I just tell them like other fun facts about myself. Nothing mm. to do with breasts or, mm. you know, cancer. So when this episode goes out, there will be people around you to be like, Oh my god, I, I had no know. idea. Yeah, I think so because I don't flash it on their faces, ma. Like, hey, yeah. look at me, look at me. I got yeah. cancer yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to know that, you know? Yeah. Us are apparently very curious <laughs> about <stuff>. yes, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but see, this is the thing, you know, once we start talking about it, actually people are curious. What is something that people shouldn't ask a cancer survivor? We appreciate questions more than silence. Hmm. So actually, if there's any questions you all want to ask, like, hey, what cancer do you have, you know? I think it's actually okay to ask. Like you mentioned your mom quite a bit, right? Did your relationship with your parents like change a lot over the yes, course? Yes, of- yes, 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 definitely. So as a youth, you know, you don't spend a lot of time at home. So when you're 27 years old, you're stuck at home, you know, then there's definitely going to be a lot of like that, that, Friction. Uh. Friction uh, of like learning and unlearning, you know, what's yeah. pre- what's relevant now, you know, mm. what's appropriate now and what's not appropriate anymore. Yeah, then plus, you know, family is in a crisis. Ma. Somebody may die, you know. So so it's really just the whole family just staying afloat and moving past. Yeah, but I think now I'm definitely a lot closer like, with my parents. Did you ever at one point felt like it really was a near-death experience because it sounds like you skipped through the whole thing. Eh? Interestingly, when I went um, backpacking, I went whitewater rafting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then this I fell off the boat. And you floated. That's how you discovered. She's it. like, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, nothing can kill me. Yeah, so I went whitewater rafting and then I fell off the boat and I almost died. That oh. one I really, my mother doesn't know yeah. this. Like imagine yeah. you're drowning and then you're like, oh my God, I cannot breathe. And then in my head, I'm thinking, well, my mother's going to be so angry at yeah. me. Yeah. It's so stupid. But then your breast will save you because it floats. It didn't. Oh. Like it was, oh. the, yeah, the, the rapids are really bad at that it time. more rapid yeah. than she could float. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah, like, yeah. The bigger one. So, <laughs> you were in the healthcare industry already? No, 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 no. So I wasn't. So after I had my cancer, after I YOLO'd, and then I realized <laughs> I cannot live a life, you know, just YOLO'ing because I realized that, you know, the life- insurance money. And you were trying. <laughs> 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 then I wanted to be in the healthcare industry to give back lah. So what do you do now? Uh, I'm a therapist in mental health. <gasps> oh! oh. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, it's a better life now, I think, for myself. Mm. Okay, so thank you very much to FWD Singapore for sponsoring today's episode. And thank you very much, Philane, for joining us and being honest and candid about her experience. So we hope that today's conversation has given you more insight into the importance of critical illness insurance. And for more information on FWD's range of products, you can visit www.fwd.com.sg, which we will also link in the description down below. And surprise, they've given us a 40% off your first year premium Insane. if you sign up using the code TDK2023. So this is for their critical illness products. 40% off insurance for the first year. <laughs> <laughs> You're born too late. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for watching. See you in the next episode. Like, share, subscribe. Bye-bye. Bye. This is a very random question. Mm. Do you lose your bottle very often? Yes, because you see my air tag. Yeah, why do you have an air tag but then, for your <laughs> bottle? <laughs> but then it's empty. This is worth so much more than a bloody bottle. <laughs>